Hey guys, moving right along, it's me, uh, Brandon Show, with a quick introduction to this episode. For those of you that have been following this epic 15 Krona vinyl journey, uh, we got a good one for you today. We were able to track down the bass player of Mezzaforte, someone I thought we would never get on this show once I realized how uh, big and popular they were in their home country and how uh, grown and adult they were. Um, so thank you uh, to Mezzaforte for doing our small, little, uh, cheeky uh, 15 Corona vinyl show. So I'm not going to talk much. I'm just going to lead you guys into the show. For those of you that know it already, this is 15 Corona vinyl. Uh, this is a band that we discovered the first episode and we were able to track them down to get them to talk about their career and what it was like uh, being in that band then and what it's evolved into today. And just as a friendly recap, uh, why not play a clip from the original episode followed by the more current interview? So thanks for listening. This is Epsilon Radio. If you don't know already, you can now download the app and listen to all our shows and podcasts or as we prefer it, listen to it live on air. Thanks for listening. Okay, I was just checking the volume, guys. All right, I'm taking this one. Boom. (laughs) Right off the gate. Here we go. All right. I cannot pronounce this at all. Um, uh, I would say it's definitely from... Mesoforte. 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 Mesoforte? You think the E is... Do you oh, pronounce yeah, the right. E? Mesoforte. It could be Mesoforte. Mesoforte. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is uh, a disco dance floor, perhaps? Um, yeah, it looks like that. The handwriting is... Uh, Without being offensive, uh, Eastern Asian or what they thought. Yeah, I would say like Sanskrit? very stereotypical kind of Japanese. Yeah, you see some sort of kung fu movie. Yeah, this is probably what they would. And write, yeah. uh, the moon is dead center on the album, uh, and uh, there's a mountain, I guess, and um, this mountain has a waterfall. Everything is centered on this album. All right, so it's got yeah. a black gra- background, red letters. I'm going to try to guess the year. You want to try to? I think the year is probably I'm, like 78. Yeah, 78. Okay, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking it has like a really 80s vibe. Ooh, you I mean, thought so too. But then the disco, the disco dance floor pushed me up a bit early also this airbrush yeah, waterfall because it's also a little like the 80s 3 3d uh kind of like yeah. uh, you know the movie tron yes like it's that very whole vibe tron. like video game vibe very tron okay so what give me a year i said 78 so i i, I can't change it now i'm gonna say 81 81 okay <clears throat> and uh, what genre do you think it is oh I th- some oh, sort rough, of right? weird electronic yeah. Kind of disco, kind of ambient, maybe. You think it's ambient? No, but like with an ambient vibe. Okay, but um, probably disco. All right, let's let's. Um, wow, I've, if if this is in fact a disco dance floor, I'm going <laughs> to stick with disco. I did, but the the Asian, the stereotypical Asian lettering is really throwing me off. Um, yeah. I know there's some like huge Mazo Forte fan who not only is mad at us for pronouncing it wrong, <laughs> but, but but mad at us because we're 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 
yeah, shitting on this album cover. <laughs> okay. Um, give us a second, guys. We'll put it on. Are we ready? ready? Yep. Go go for it. I'll get our, our volumes right. All right. How's a Forte Rising, was it? Yeah. 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 Rising. Rising. That was the name of the record. Okay. All right. Put the Let's, record on. Uh, put the listen needle. to Drop it. the needle. Okay, yeah. so tell me about this concept, you guys. Uh, um, where do you find these records? Yeah, the idea was that we would go to a record store mm-hmm. and then we would like find the cheap crate, like yeah. the one under the actual crates. Yeah. Like the big pile of uh, stuff. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever stuff, right? And yeah. then we would f- pick a, a random record uh, without knowing what it was based on how it looks like, uh, the cover. Uh, but then obviously all record stores are closed. So what we did instead is we found like a milk crate in the basement of Absalon filled with like uh, this mixed uh, records and we have no idea where they come from uh, and who owns them. I kind of want to say Andreas, he was the first that introduced them to me. Oh, you knew them? Like... Uh, uh, no, no, just uh, the box with all the vinyls. Ah, okay. Yeah. Like uh, tall, blunt Andreas. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your good old friend Andreas. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's house. his records, actually. But no. I think he definitely knows. But that's the thing, because I know for a fact that that uh, crate has been in the basement for at least three years. At least, yeah. And I have no idea who owns it or where they come from. And it's like a really mixed... Like there's a jazz record and then there's like a gangster rap record and then it's like <laughs> so it's really mixed and so then we don't really know what it, I think it's just like a crate stuff ended up in yeah yeah we don't know if it belongs to one person or it's just whatever records were laying around yeah. after somebody DJ yeah so we basically just picked a random record uh, from the crate based on how it looks like and then we talk about the cover and we 
track and the thing we try to guess what kind of music it is yeah. and from what uh, year it's from based on how it looks like. So how did please tell me you guys how did this record look from uh, the from you? the I can, one I can pull it up it actually is on the yeah. but uh I can describe without uh I think I already described it but uh you want to try Alex? You want me to pull yeah, it up? Yeah, I can, can kind of remember. It's like okay, so Mr. Forte Rising is the record. Rising, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah and uh, we looked at it, and and it it gave me straight '80s vibes. Uh, basically, first of all, like the actual writing, Mr. Forte. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, but Mr. that's not Forte. the actual record we're looking at. Right? Okay. But the yeah, the writing was like in this uh, red, almost like kung fu kind of font. Uh, it had these like yeah vibes of I don't know uh, Tokyo and I don't know what it was. Okay, hold on, guys, hold on. Oh, something happened. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Johan. Yes, yes, I'm Johan. Ah, nice to nice to have you on. Uh, you're speaking with uh, Brandon from Epsilon Radio. I have uh, Thomas uh, here, and I also have Alex here. Welcome. Okay. Welcome Hi, to how the are program. you? How are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you're familiar with the show. Uh, you probably aren't because it's brand new, and <laughs> and we're a small radio station. Uh, but okay. we came uh, we came across your uh, your band uh, in a uh, crate in the basement of a church, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and we uh, so the the concept of the show was supposed to be that we find uh, vinyl out in the world and then uh, discover it. But then we had this uh, kind of mystery crate in the basement of Epsilon Church where we all work okay. and the radio was run from and uh yeah. you were uh you guys were uh, the first on the show and then we try to guess uh we're not allowed to know who the person is before so unfortunately we didn't know uh about mezzoforte mm-hmm. so that's cake on our face um <laughs> but uh through we tried to guess what the genre of music is based on the cover yeah. and uh and what year it's from and i don't yeah, really. we got it wrong right alex yeah, I think we got it wrong. We got it way wrong. Yeah, pretty much all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, could you tell us? Uh, I guess uh, Mezzoforte Rising uh, from 1984. Can you tell us about making that album and any any? Yeah, just where where. Yeah, I mean yeah. Uh, the the observations album is our. Um, I think fourth album or maybe third album, third album, I think. Okay. The, the group started in Iceland in 1977. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, yeah. Uh, okay. uh, four guys, we were, yeah. 40, that's 43, that's more than 40 years. Yeah, it is. Yes. Can you do math, yeah. Matt, Thomas? <laughs> it's 43 years. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. the 43rd year now. Okay. Was there a big and, 40th uh, year uh, anniversary uh, concert? Yeah, in, in 2017, yes. Is that the big... picture on the website? Yes, oh. I think so. Oh, yeah. we love solving mysteries. That's okay. cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mezzoforte Rising. Uh, four young guys on the back of this yeah, album. Yeah, Rising, Rising is the fourth, num- uh, the fourth album. album. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's the one that we have in our collection. Um, yeah, we, we made that in 1985, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says 84 on the uh, website. Who uh, who okay. designed it? Who did the album cover? Was it one of you guys? No, no. There was um, a guy who had been uh, from Iceland who had been uh, doing our albums up till then. 
Is it an airbrush? Do you know? I have no idea. I probably. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is it a? Is it a? Is it a disco dance floor? Do you? Uh, uh, you're talking about Rising, the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Uh, I can't explain okay. exactly uh, what's on the. We never paid a lot of attention to the um, the artwork, to the yeah. albums. To, okay. So you but, guys were uh, all about the music, huh? Yeah, it was more about that. Okay. But I'm just I'm just looking up. Uh, the cover now, yeah, you can you can imagine it's a disco floor with lights in it, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But oh. it it's for me it's more like a uh, what do you call it a window. A window, okay. You know, uh, a, a ceiling window or something like that. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, that the light makes is coming sense. from that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the waterfall and a mountain. Uh, in the back. Yeah, that's that's just Iceland. You know, ah, okay, it's Iceland. Okay, well, that's good to know. And then uh, the the four gentlemen, the four young, good-looking gentlemen on the back, are they still? Is it still just the four you guys? I saw in the anniversary picture, the band's gotten a bit bigger. Or yeah, yeah, we have a, a six-piece band now. Six pieces. Where did the the, yeah, the new two come from? Uh, they... We have a saxophone player from Sweden called Jonas Wall. Okay. He's been with us for uh, about ten years now, okay. and and uh, we have a young guy from Iceland playing trumpet called Ari Bray. Oh wow, nice name! I can't pronounce it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, what what was it like uh, in nineteen being in Mezzaforte in nineteen eighty five? Were you guys in a tour bus? Uh, where were you touring, and what were you doing? Yeah. Well. Uh, we in 1983 we had a, a song called Garden Party, okay, which was uh, very popular in Europe that year. Okay, so we we moved away from Iceland. We moved to England and we started uh, basing our operations from there. So we did a lot of work in the years from 1983 to 1987 in England. So mostly we stayed in 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 uh, in England for. Uh, for 83, 4, 5. Okay. And uh, we, we traveled all over the world and, and did touring. Wow. So, and, so, and made more records. So you four guys just basically, you, you went for the dream and you moved yeah, to yeah. England to was play full time. Yeah. Was it London or? What? Yeah, well, outside of London, just outside of London. Because uh, most of our, uh, uh, the, uh, the work... We did was a lot in England in the beginning, but then it moved more to the Europe, playing uh, in Norway and Denmark and Germany and Switzerland and and the main Euro or uh, the Central Europe. So what countries. Were, what was it like touring uh, back then? What, did you have like uh, every week a different city you had to be in? Was the record? Did you have a record label uh, like uh, booking you for different things? Yeah, yeah, the, we had that. Yeah. That was a uh, our record label was the Icelandic um, company called Steinar, and uh, they had a, they had an office in in London, and uh, we had a booking company which was in in London at the time. 
So uh, most of our operations were from there. Okay. And, did and they... we did most of our recording. Uh, we recorded this album, Rising in uh, in in England. Okay. And uh, what would the what would what did you do back then? I guess now you like uh, you make an album and then you tour before the album comes out. Back then, did you make the album and then tour, or vice versa? Um, well, about the way things work uh, in these years, uh-huh. and uh, you know, it's a. Uh, uh, mu- you mean uh, industry-wise, like music? Yeah, industry-wise, the music business and all that. You know, okay. it's it's. We were always when we were in Iceland making records. We were just um, making music. Mm. You know that we thought was great, and uh, now we had uh, record companies, and everybody had an opinion. And oh wow, okay, and oh, yeah. saying you should have a vocal and. Uh, because we we always we started out in, out playing the instrumental music or the the type of fusion music yeah. that we were listening to from mm. America and 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 Europe and uh, so that was our thing. But and then when we got we had more pressure when when we got to uh, England and you know to make more hits and yeah. sell more records and all that you know. Okay. And so we learned. Go ahead, Thomas. So, so this album here was actually it was it was one of those albums that you produced in England, and uh, so, yeah. so this is also maybe your meeting with uh, the harsh sides of uh, of the industry. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. We 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 learned a lot. I mean, the pressure was more. You know. Pressure, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that became higher, and uh, and uh, did you end up? Did any of the four of you end up uh, maybe bringing some back, someone back to Iceland with you? Um, what do you mean, bringing someone? <laughs> Did anybody uh, fall in love and uh, take no, an no, Eng- no, Englishman we, back home? No, we we were we were young, but okay. we uh, had had families and and okay, and mo- most of us were starting a family at that time, twenty one, twenty two years old, and okay. and so I mean. When when things started slowing down again, we moved back to Iceland because that's where our families were and everybody. So, um, oh, so your we family, tried for a few years. Your family didn't join you on your venture. In yeah, England. they joined joined us. You know, okay. our our wives and and girlfriends. They they joined us uh, in the beginning, and then then we moved. All of us moved back. Yeah. Wow, but a... it was just we were working all the time, so so it was a very busy period, and you know it was fun a lot of time, but it was difficult for every, not just for us, for for our family and everybody. So, so of the so decided. what an uh, an adventure, right? You guys were living the dream. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> I mean, we were ch- chasing it at least. That's cool, man. I love that. And, mm-hmm. and which uh, of of all the albums, I guess, from that time period, because they come like one after the other. What is like, uh, what? Which one was your favorite to make? I, I have up here like uh, with the one we found, uh, Mezzaforte Rising, but there was also uh, Mezzaforte uh, Observations. Also, am I yeah, pronouncing it right? Somebody told me I was pronouncing it wrong. You're pronouncing it right. Okay. Okay. It's uh, observations and rising. I mean. Yeah. Well, they all have their, you know, uh, good moments and and all that, you know. Uh, 
I think one of my favorite Metal Forte albums we actually made in Denmark. Okay. Ah. Which one we, is that? We record- that was uh, an album called Daybreak. Daybreak. From 1994. We, okay. Yeah, we went to... Uh, to a very nice studio in, in which unfortunately had um, a big fire in it uh, just a few months ago. It's Puk Studios in Newland and okay. close to Ranners. Oh, yeah. And um, that was one of the most enjoyable albums for, for me, at least. Nice. And, um, but I mean, all, all of them have a good, good moments and. And bad moments as well. So then uh, when you say uh, Daybreak is uh, one of the favorites, is that because you had learned kind of the harsh lessons and then you were kind of had the experience to enjoy the music again? Or or am I, is that saying too much? Yeah, I mean, you, you're always, when you're making music, you're, you're, um, you're taking a chance because you're, it doesn't, you know, like today, it's a very clear, um, you know, thing. If you're making music, you're making it. You're paying for it yourself. No okay. one's paying, you know, and because music, music yeah. is basically free today. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. And uh, so, and but but back then we were, um, you know, we were always taking a chance on spending money on on making records in the hope that we get the money back. You know. Okay. Um, but uh, even when you had the, said, even the when pressure you had was the, very high before, you know. Even when you had the record deal in London, you still had to come up with yeah, the resources. Yeah, I mean, up the front. record deal just doesn't mean that you get any money. You just <laughs> you get help with spending the money. You still you still have yeah. to pay it. What what was uh what was the worst thing they made you spend money on that you regret if you can remember? Um, well. You can't really say that you regret it, but it's it was um, difficult in moments where we realized that we were not getting the return of the the investment that we had made. So, mm. I mean, that happened many times before. So, it was always a you know give or take yeah. si- uh, situation. And how did the the four of you uh, now? I guess the four of you were at that time. How did you get along? I mean, was it? Did you have hard times? How did you guys keep solid? Did you know each other from growing up, or? Yeah, I mean, as I said, we started in 1977. Yeah, and uh, I was 16 years old then. Okay. And and uh, we were in the similar age, all of us, the four of us, and uh, we just became friends then, and we had the similar interest or the same interest in music and we wanted to you know pursue it yeah yeah catch the uh, try to catch the dream and and uh, you know but we we like everybody who works together in 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 um, you know close for many years they always come to a point where they have problems but uh, we work through it and we are still working together the four of us you know So it's yeah, forty three years, and we're still going. That's beautiful. It's kind of like a family relationship, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we are a family. That's for sure. You know. So what was it like? And uh, families have problems sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Every now and then. Yeah, quite often. No, but we we are we are good friends, and that's why we stick together. And 
and uh, enjoy making music. We've been touring a lot in the, you know, not last year, but the years before that, you know. We've been going all over the, and touring a lot in Denmark as well, and, and, and Norway and Germany. So, I mean, we're still going, and we keep, we will keep on going, I think. Wow, that's beautiful. And, and wow, like, uh, what an adventure, right? All right, so I, yeah. I only got two more for you. One, yeah. in the, in the, on the back of this uh, album, in the thank yeah. yous, uh, amongst all of the, the usual family, so-and-so, you thanked uh, Iceland Air yeah, yeah, for right. getting you home. And we were trying yeah, to figure right. out what happened. Why? Why would? Uh, w- w- was it a special instance that happened that got you home? Did you have a sponsorship through them? Tell us about that. No, not really. I mean, I I guess they supported us for a little in that those years a little bit, you know, uh, with helping us get getting f- flight tickets. Uh, but we were never sponsored by them. Okay. But, but we had they, to yeah. use their company. I mean, at the time, it was the only sort of airline flying in and out of Iceland, you see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's good to have, be, have them on the friend list. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and when you say help, did they, uh, was it full service or, or was it just no, a no, no, bit no, of no, a no. little pocket money? Like a no, little discount? No, it was just, it was just, um, you know, they, it was, a different situation back then, you know, it was not so easy to, you know, just go out and, and, and uh, get a ticket, you know, had okay. to plan ahead. And sometimes we, we got some support, maybe a, a discount or something. I don't know. Mm. I mean, not exactly. No. I don't know exact reasons, but I suspect that we wanted to, yeah, as I said, be on their good side. Yeah, grease the, grease the pockets. Listen, shout out to Iceland, yeah, Icelandic Air, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, last one for me, and this is a big uh, leading one, and then Thomas, yeah. you can take the last one after. All right, so you, you, you go to the big city, you have a big album, four young guys, you return Iceland men, uh, you get to the, to the airport in Iceland Air in this uh, private jet, no, I'm joking. Uh, how, are you, <laughs> how, how are you greeted? Uh, has things changed? Are you guys like the biggest things since sliced bread uh, in Iceland? No, 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 never. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you just it go was, back to uh, normal? Tough. Did you still have yeah, to take out the trash? I mean, yeah, we just, yeah, we uh, we went about our, you know, the business of just surviving, keeping, yeah. you know, we're taking all the work, working with other people, teaching, whatever was available, you know. I mean, you have to, you yeah. have to work to survive. Yeah. So uh, I and, uh, saw some of you guys were teaching uh, music and uh, and instruments. Are you doing? Is that what you're doing now? Yeah, a little bit. Yes, I okay. mean, uh, it's it's always uh, a part of being a musician is uh, or having experience as a musician is that you pass it on okay. and mm. teach others. You know. Yeah. So. So so. Mr. Forte, more than 40 years going strong. Uh, if, if you look back on this uh, this crazy adventure and you guys were doing something that most of us dream of, right? Going abroad and then to England. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and at that time, like, 
like one of the capitals of of European music, right? Everything was going on yeah. over there. So so looking back, what is your best memory of of uh, this uh, this group and and the music you guys did? Well, we. I mean, in the later years, you realize how incredibly lucky we were to yeah. get this opportunity to go all over the world and play and meet people. And, and you know, at, like everybody, you maybe you hit a time where you take it for granted and, and, you, and you know, like for us, we stopped... We stopped uh, touring uh, for a while. We, you know, for a few years. Even though we didn't stop the band, we just stopped touring, and people were busy doing other things. And and then uh, someone said, "Why don't we just go on tour again?" And then you start realizing how many people are interested in the music, and wow. Uh, oh, wow. and they still it? want to listen. And uh, yeah. then you become more sort of grateful. And then you learn, like today, we we are just. Uh, very grateful for all the the years that we've uh, had this opportunity and that and grateful for still being able to do it you know yeah. and and make more music and and all of that you know is even though we're not taking part in in any uh, i mean it's no longer a music business it's just like yeah. music pleasure <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so why, why else would you do music, right? Yeah. Uh, like I know yeah, right. all the the stuff around it is is part of the business, but in the end, yeah. it's all about what what you really want to do with it yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, we are very you know lucky that we get to go out a few times a year and play our music, our own music to people who really like it, and uh, that's. I mean, what everybody in music is hoping for. Yeah. So yeah, we are very lucky. Oh, Johan, thank oh, you definitely. so much for for being on the no program. No I, I was for sure that uh, we weren't getting Mezzo Forte on this program. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks for uh, humbling us and being on the being on the program and sharing your story with us. Thank from, you. From oh, just uh, what a my, pleasure! Yeah, it's been my pleasure. So nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Come uh, and see us when we come to Denmark. Of course, of co front row. Best idea. Maybe best yeah. stage yeah. passes. Yeah. That would be full yeah, circle. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Thanks Absolutely. so much. Uh, talk soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh, Take care. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was wow. great. Um, Meza Forte. Yeah. So that was uh, a, a little fun treat for those of you listening. Uh, and we're gonna get yeah, we're gonna go out on a garden party. Why not? This said was uh, Johan's favorite song. Johan is the bass player, by the way. If we didn't mention it in the beginning, I had to look it up while we were talking to him. Uh, so garden party for Mezzoforte. That's gonna do it up for uh, Epsilon Live today. Uh, the Almighty will be back tomorrow, same time, same bad channel, uh, from twelve to two, and I'll follow him up at two o'clock to three o'clock with uh, daylight savings time. Yes, sir. Uh, going out with daylight uh, garden party by Mezzoforte on Epson Radio. That's cool, man. Listen, if I were, 
how old is he then? Then he's almost 60. Yeah, 43 years old. He's 50. 59, yeah, almost 60. All right. <laughs> Game show, right? Yeah, because it's nothing like the color. It's crazy. But he said they had one guy doing all the albums, so that makes sense because they all look like this. Yeah. But then this is the record label ones. Up but it's here. as if they didn't really coordinate. Hey, I'm going for this universe, and our music is this, and they just go like. Man, it's so happy. <laughs> Listen, if I uh, if I get to 60 and I have like just half of the adventure yeah, yeah. that he has, man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> 